Welcome to the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show, 20 minutes or less of power-packed strategy to disrupt your thinking, elevate your mindset, and help you scale your sales online. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight-figure entrepreneur. Let's go. Okay, welcome back. This is another episode of the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show, and I have one of my favorite people on the show today, the one and only Allie Brown. Allie, welcome to the show. It's great to be here. Everything you do looks so classy. Look at this. Oh, it looks so cool. Thank oh, you, Allie. Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you guys that don't know Allie, first of all, she's been on the show several times. I very rarely bring guests back, but Allie's one of the big thinkers that belongs here in our audience. And that's why she's back again. We're going to be talking about some 2021 predictions and you know what we're both seeing on the horizon and what to expect and all of those things. Allie has been one of my mentors and strategy advisors for years. She's someone that I trust and someone that I've brought into my inner circle when making big decisions about the business because she has the ability to look at things from a very 50,000 foot view, very objectively. She doesn't get caught up in the trends or kind of the, the tactical, um, you know, things of the day. She understands about making big picture, long-term decisions. And that's why she's someone that I've linked arms with. I am a part of her new organization called The Trust, which we're going to talk a little bit about today, which may be something that interests some of you guys and, and could help you with your next steps in your journey. Um, but what else do you want to share about yourself, Allie? Just in case there's anybody that doesn't oh know. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this ain't my first rodeo. Um, it's been a long time. You know, it, it's I've been realized it's over 20 years now since I walked out of my last job and uh, been in the coaching space seriously, I'd say about 15 years. So it it gives you a good perspective, you know, yeah. um, on everything and everything going on now and being through, well, I, you know, you and I talk a lot. And one thing I love about you, Kelly, is you have, I think you, you share that, that greater perspective on business and, and you're not just locked into what you're doing in front of you every day. And, you know, we talked before about like the last, the last recession and, you know, having, been through things like this before. And I think, um, you know, when you want to have a good perspective on things, you want someone who's been through a few different variations of their business and industries. So thanks yeah. for seeing that. Yeah, for sure. And just for you guys, if there's anyone that doesn't know this about Ali. So Ali is kind of like, she really led the women's entrepreneurial, I'll call movement in the US. She built one of the first eight figure coaching companies in the US and, and, you know, run and led by a woman. And she has coached and been the strategic advisor to pretty much every seven and eight figure big name coach that you know, in some way, shape or form. And then she got married. She had twins. She decided to pivot her business. And now she runs a super high-end boutique business, but she also has developed this new kind of, she's pioneering a new concept. I guess it's really your second time now, Allie, because you really did this with the women's coaching space. And now what you're doing with the trust, you've kind of, um, you've kind yeah. of picked and, and you're paving your own path for the second time. So maybe we can talk yeah. a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, um, it's kind of predictive, isn't it? I don't mean to be predictive, but I do. And I'm always looking for what's coming down the road. And and it's a mix, as many of you watching and listening may feel like sometimes it's a, it's a mix of seeing what people need, but also knowing where you're personally called. And so um, I noticed two things happening the last few years. Do you, do you mind if I just go there? Yeah. Is that what you're really? asking? Okay. The, um, the last few years, I saw two things happening. One was the um, 
lack of, let me just say, um, elevated network spaces for women at a higher level. Mm -hmm. You have some very traditional organizations that are doing a fantastic job. I can't compete with their size or mm -hmm. um, corporate connections or any of that. But there was something kind of missing for the new entrepreneurs like us, but they were at a certain level and didn't want to go join some bro down mastermind, yeah. you know, but because it was a certain level. And yeah. so I saw that that need over the years and my clients going, where can I go? The, the other thing that really nailed it was the end of last year, MX came out with their state of owned uh, women owned businesses report. And there were two fastest growing segments of women owned businesses. The first was the very bottom. It was 25 grand and under, which they didn't elaborate on, but we could assume it's super startup, small work, maybe uh, part-time businesses from home. You know, we're not sure, but we can guess the second fastest growing a million dollar plus. And when I saw that, I got so excited and thought, this is the time for the trust because women want a different place for that conversation. Because yeah. it is, and, and I support women at all levels and, and encourage them, but it's actually an underserved market where there's oh, different conversations. Yeah. And so that's what we did this year. We launched it with strong start, strange year, but it's strong. <laughs> Strong start in a strange year. Yeah, um, you know, we we've added a lot more virtual components and uh, mm -hmm. you know programming in that regard. But we can't wait to get together again when we can. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really interesting, and you know, I think people always think it's. I always see in the online space, it seems like it's a race to the bottom, and it's so interesting to see that one of the fastest growing segments is actually those that are having a degree of success and you're right it's such an underserved market and that should be yeah. such strong encouragement for everyone listening that really wants to bring a truly transformational product or service to the world that's a high-end white glove you know true transformation because you know there's people out there that want it and they need it and no one's creating anything for them right yeah yeah, and it's true. And, and, and it's a wake up call for those of you who feel like maybe there's a niche calling you or there's a segmentation, but maybe you don't want to make that leap because, well, oh, but it's a small market. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And actually, I know we want to talk about 2021 and what we see coming. And I see more people getting um, building wealth in smaller niches mm -hmm. than mass market. I think the last mm -hmm. So, you know, when we look at when social media came out and when, when it really hit, which I'd say, what do you think? 2008, 2009, mm -hmm. would you say is when it really just got everywhere and you know, everyone had to be on it. If you weren't on it yeah. by then, you were weird and yeah. your business yeah. was losing money if you weren't on it. Right. So there's that, that pressure. The last 10 years have been you've seen these just mass market, even personal brands and people online and things just taking over everything. And, and a lot of people went into business then thinking they had to do that and be that. And be yeah. that brand for everybody. Mm -hmm. When now on so many levels, and I know that we could probably have a whole day <laughs> on this stuff, but looking at all the meta levels of what we're talking about now, we're going to see more opportunities when you truly get clear in who you're speaking to and spend time directly with them in some type of high touch way. And Kelly, I know you're a huge fan of high tech, but yeah. also what's made your work so impactful and successful is because you know high touch. You've yes. known how to add yes. that. So you're yeah. you're ahead of the game. But I do see the niches being, um, people may not get as excited. The ego doesn't get excited about that big audience or saying mm -hmm. I have like 5 million followers. Yeah. But um, in the end, you have to decide what this is really about. And, yeah. and that's where and that, you come to clarity. That That's so huge. And I would say when I look at the clients that are the most fulfilled 
in the business that they're running and truly enjoying what they're doing. I see they come in very mass and then they start to really define and and really narrow in on who do I love to work with? It's yes. not like, you know how they always in those um, courses, they have you write that long paragraph of like your perfect. I never liked that of your like avatar. Your perfect avatar and all this stuff. I don't think that's yeah. how it works. I think you work with a lot of people. And then I think you really start to get clear, like, who is that perfect client that you love to work with, you want to work with for years, you're getting amazing results for. But I find that uh, clients seem to be so fulfilled in that process of that empowered decision to start saying no and to start saying, no, 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 no. Like I work with this person over here yeah. right? once they've had the opportunity to experience enough to do that. I think a lot of entrepreneurs get stuck niching down because they try to do it before they've ever worked with anyone. Yes. And I want to tell everybody, I worked with everyone. That sounds almost kind of slutty, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> Like I would work with Eddie when I, when I started my business in New York and this was marketing communications, I did little consulting bits and you know, I would mind if, if someone needed a brochure project managed, I'd be like, I'll, I'll do it. And I just figured it out. Right. I, I'm actually glad there wasn't a lot online at that time because I couldn't go learn it. I had to just figure it out and I didn't compare yeah. myself to someone's system. Right. So I just took on, I, I wrote a brochure for a funeral home. I mean, I did, I took every type of job that I could and, and some hard lessons learned, right. And some mm -hmm. projects I got into going like, this is way over my head. Like I can't yeah. do this, or I don't like this type of client or, oh, these types of people have great budgets for people like me. So I'm going to go yeah. here. And, and then you learn. And I think that's so important on how, you know, just start up. The beginning is a lot of yeses. And then the next level, man, when you get up into the the seven figures, the eight figures, even, you know, we've had women in our group with nine figures coming into the trust to share, spend time with us and share what they're doing. It's, I'd say 99% no. Yeah. It's getting so clear on that one lane. And then when you know it, that's pedal to the metal. Yeah. So give yourself grace, have some fun, work with different types of people, clients, try different things. I mean, that's, that's half the adventure. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. So uh, I think one thing that would be interesting to share a little bit with everyone listening, Allie, is some of the topics that we've covered in the trust. You know, we had someone come in on mergers and acquisitions, you know, some of the maybe topics that you have planned for 2021, because I think what's so interesting is the information that's out there, it's so general and so low level that it's very difficult to even learn when you get into seven, multiple seven, eight figures to learn what you need to learn to go to the next level because everything is so mass market. Everything is so, it's like this general information. And I think you've always done a good job um, of cultivating guests, speakers, advisors and a room full of people that are kind of those next level thinkers. Do you want to maybe talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Just the, the next level thinking, you know, what we should be thinking well, of I'm you know, some of the Well, yeah, that, and just some of the right. topics that you're bringing to the trust. This oh, year, yeah. They think that's, yeah. that's something very unique, what you're doing. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. And again, this is, this is a, a general observation, but working with so many women over the years, and then also being around of, of a lot of men in some of the circles I'm privy to running these bigger companies and seeing how they think differently. Mm -hmm. And the women that um, typically we don't have that asset based thinking is what I, I call it um, coming into a business or even at a certain level. So for example, the realization that 
if they have been building this company, that there is possi- a possibility if they do a few things that it could be very sellable within a few yeah. years. Yeah. Or if they're actually building out tech to fulfill their own systems in their business, that that even could be then created as a separate company yeah. and licensing that out. Yeah. And so I love nothing more when we're having these conversations and you see people's brains just flip on like, oh my God. And it's like they've been freed from this they knew they were doing well and but they were in kind of this formula and then you know they get kind of restless and then they see yeah. oh my god the game could be so exciting and so big and so fun and and the first thing they go to though is well how do I do that and I'm like you don't need to know how right now but let's think through what you would have to do mm-hmm. and then you hire people to help you you get yeah. the information you'll find it exactly. this is how um you know the the, the <laughs> Some people like this joke, some people don't. This is how the, think like the mediocre white male, okay? So the <laughs> mediocre white males come out of the womb, ready to do this thing big. They're gonna sell this thing, right? They're gonna flip it three times and then add on a software company and stuff. So, you know, it, I say that because it makes women laugh and realize sometimes how much they're overthinking it. Sure, and that sure. No one knows everything they're doing in the beginning, but it's that flipping of the thinking that shifts everything. Yeah. We um we had Charlene Leon, loved um earlier this year she's one of the first guests i brought in to talk about disruption and she consults for just huge companies and goes in and helps them think not only five steps ahead but like 50 steps ahead and and really she said to all of us and she understood our levels and where we're at she said you know you have no choice but to think really big now not just a little big but really big going into this year because if you don't you're going to end up flat on your face you know not so many words but she um she was emphasizing like this year for a lot of people and 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 let's be gentle on ourselves because there were circumstances that were like things are okay things are not okay things are okay we were getting mixed information information that then turned out to be false vice versa just crazy stuff and so, um, you know, many people were kind of waiting, right, to kind of figure out what's going on. But man, now there's no, no more waiting. Just, yeah. just stop. You know, be aware of what's going on. But your focus has to be on what you want to create, yes. what the people you want to impact. And ladies, it's just time. It's time. Yeah. It's 2021. Like we just have to focus on getting this done and thinking yeah. a lot bigger. No, for sure. You can't. I mean, yeah. I, I feel, I feel bad. I mean, for us, we were just. I mean, we were just balls. Oh, we went crazy. We never slowed down. We never stopped. But I do feel bad because I think a lot of people, the whole year was a series of start, stop, start, stop, because they were trying to understand what was going on and what move to make next. And and obviously, depending on the business that you were in, you had to. There's a lot of people that had no choice, you know, but with you, it's very important. It doesn't matter where you're at or what what state you live in or what industry you're in at this point, it's like, you got to get clear on what it's got to be and you got to go. You can't, you can't be taken back and forth by the tide anymore because there's, there's going to be continued uncertainty. There's going to be continued, we're open, we're closed, we're open, we're closed. You know, you have to figure out a path forward regardless of. Right. And if you think about it, there's always uncertainty. So this year just turned up anything we kind of didn't want to think about. It yeah. was turned up yeah i mean it just amplified so we man now we are built for all seasons that's yes. all i can say i do know. i love that i it's, love that we're built totally for all seasons now. like like awesome. nothing nothing much could throw us off now 
And, and um, you know, this year, this past year, I know COVID has affected a lot more women-owned businesses because of especially the retail restaurant, you know, so it depends on what type of business you're in, but there are businesses that were online that did fantastic. And especially the ones helping other uh, business owners like yours, Kelly. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's important that we see that happening as well. And, and I'm sure you work with a lot of offline businesses who are yeah. coming online now. Yeah. I mean, and, and I had clients that had been saying they had brick and mortars and they had been saying for years, I know I need to be online. I know I need to be online. And I was like, come on, like get online. You, you need to be online and they hadn't done it. And it's really interesting because when your back is up against the wall, it's amazing what can be done in 48 hours. I had oh, yeah. clients that literally went from 100% brick and mortar to being online in 48 hours because they didn't have a choice. And I actually think it's the best thing that ever happened to them. No yeah. more overhead, no more running an office. You have the freedom to work from anywhere. You have the ability to do transactions. It's less expensive. So, you know, there's always a silver lining. There may be a little bit of pain in the middle, but it, it, it a lot of time forces the thinking that was kind of, it was hiding out there all along. It's just that mm-hmm. we were avoiding it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So different thinking, flipping thinking, and, and something that, you know, I, I call just simply critical thinking and, and thinking through things um, at just a higher level, we get so caught up. So, so this relates to all of you, like no matter where you are, just always try to take that thinking a step back and then a step back again. So you're more of an observer versus in the middle of it. And I think we're not going to go too deep here today. uh, But you know, I want, I I think that's a lost skill in in so many things we're dealing with right now in in the crazy year of 2020 going into 2021. For sure. And, and and I think coupled with that, it is it's critical thinking is like a, a lost art that man, is it important? You know, you you can do well for a day or a week or maybe a year, you know, riding the wave of the trend. Um, I posted about this today. Today they shut down, you know, Periscope is gone. Right. And really people, people may really? say, oh, I thought that was already gone or, you know, I haven't been on Periscope yeah. for years or whatever. But that doesn't matter. What matters is that everything we use in business today will go away. Facebook will go away. Instagram will go away. All of these things will go away and change. And so I keep reminding people and over and over, and I shared this so many times, Ali, everybody was pissed about Game Changer this year when I ran the event because they wanted us to teach Instagram Reels. And I said, nah. Interesting. They, They wanted those tactical. They're like, you're not teaching us tactical things. And I said, No, I'm teaching you how to build a legacy and I'm introducing you to people that run empires, billion dollar empires, so that you can learn about their thinking at a nine and 10 figure level. I think this is all you do for real. Yeah. And then you think to it and, and, you know, more power to the people doing it, but, but guys, you know, you you have to understand these things are trends. They're good. They're going to disappear in five minutes. Why not spend your time elevating your thinking so that I like what you said about being built for all seasons, Allie. I think that is something we all need to think about. Um, you know, I still think there's going to be an internet blackout. Call me, call me crazy. I when still think it's coming. Like um, at some point or this year? Oh, or? No, I, I think in 2021, though, there will be a point where we have no internet for a period. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. Yeah, me too. I, I, I um, absolutely believe that there will be a point where there's no internet in 2021. And I think everyone needs to have your emergency funds ready for a complete blackout. I, I'll just, mm-hmm. I'll say that right there. Yeah. Yeah. And and the lesson in that, again, so critical thinking. So this is a great lesson. So you may be hearing this going like, wow, you know, okay. So back up and look at the internet is 
a media rights a channel, it's a communication channel. These things over history can be shut down, yeah. regulated, separated. Yeah. Someone, whoever's in charge could decide that they need to shut it down until things get fixed. We, we don't know. You just don't know. So that's when it's suddenly like, oh, that makes sense, right? That's the critical thinking point of view. Yes. So, and, and that's why it's so important to just look at anything you're doing now. So a lesson I learned uh, this saying from years ago, and I always give credit to uh, Dan Kennedy was one of my early marketing mentors. And yes. Many of you may not even know who this guy is. He's a grumpy old marketing guy in Cleveland. Um, some people think he's dead. He's not. I saw it was like yeah people are like he died I'm like he's not because I know people know anyway yeah. um he got very sick and he's very much alive and I remember him on stage and we're sitting there in the audience it's me like two other girls and like you know 500 guys sitting through these you know the seminars I sat through for all your you women like and the jokes I endured uh, I remember him saying the worst number in any business is one Yes. And we were like, oh, we kept listening. And they said, one person who knows how to do stuff at the company, yes. one method of marketing, one method of um, getting clients, one method of sales. He's like, because that disappears in an instant. Right. And at the time he was telling a story, this is gonna this is going to date it. At the time he was telling a story about a fax business, right? Fax marketing that had just been yeah. shifted by regulations. But I never forgot that. Because every new thing I saw come up, I, I always knew like that could be shut off, that could change. Yes. And so work the things that are working, go crazy on the things that are working, but have that backup plan or getting your team up to speed on other things. And just even in my personal life now that, you know, the worst thing is one, we have like, you know, just different ways of looking things at the house and pretending, you know, not pretending, excuse me, making sure that we have, um, more than two cans of corn in the pantry, right? <laughs> okay, so yeah, no, like there's another lockdown or you, you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like nothing, just make sure you have more than enough ideas and methods and, and ways to handle things. Yeah. And, and it's so interesting, like when, when everything happened this year, you know, and, and like, let's say we do lose the internet, like, let's all remember we did business before the internet. Like, let's please remember that there was like a telephone and there was a car and, and you figured out how to talk to humans on the phone. And then, and then you needed to meet yeah. with, someone, got in your car and you drove down the street to the local business park and you had a business meeting. Right. So it's, it's so interesting. I think just um, being flexible, being flexible yeah. and being ready, not, not pivoting when you don't need to, but just kind of building up your storehouse of flexibility and being prepared, you know, that these things can happen and, and, you know, readying yourself is, yeah. is a good state, I think. Yeah, yeah. I get asked all the time, you know, what was the best way you built your business? And I'm so glad that I literally had to, I walked into ad agencies with my portfolio yeah. and introduced myself. So my name's Allie Brown. I'm a freelance writer and marketing yeah. um, project manager. Do you have any work? Right. Over and over and over and over. Yeah. And, and today I think people aren't used to having conversations or walking up and introducing themselves or, mm -hmm. you know, walking into a room and, and trying to get business. And I think you're going to see a resurgence of that again. I think we're oh, going to see a lot more, yes, yeah, small gathering, people speaking face to face when it's uh, appropriate, you know, um, and that human connection. I was just going to say human centric business. 
human centric business because I think we've become obsessed with this digitization, automation, um, you know, everything. And, and that's great for the business that doesn't have any staff manning their customer service line available to get on the phone with their customers, da, 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 because they, you know, they're, they're scaling without any expenses, but that's not great for the end user. And eventually, it's always going to be the thing. The customer will eventually be what prevails, what serves them. And so I think yeah. thinking about that in the way that you build your company is really important, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What else do you see for this year? What else are you thinking about for, for 2021? Um, the human gathering is a big one. I do think that... Um, Interestingly, you know, there's there's been a lot of talk. If you look at economics over the last several years, that income inequality has been a big concern. Yes. Right? I think yes. you're going to now see a lot of um, business revenue inequality mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. on people who kind of knew how to navigate through this year, how to take the changes and how to um, handle yes. some things, and then the ones that are kind of going back down to the bottom. So yes. there's that gap that I think is an opportunity yeah. for those people who can help people bridge that gap again. Yeah. Um, Another thing is, you know, the, the high touch, which we mentioned, and I, I do see this. um, And I hear this from a few places too. I I think that you were going to go away from just like we talked about social media, probably something's going to happen with it, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's not sustainable the way it's going and you're seeing regulations coming and, and all these issues. So there's going to be a big separation of smaller social media yes, platforms niche. yeah. or niches or um, ways of connecting. I think we're going to see right. some new ones of that happening. So, yeah. you know, a- again, be ready. And I don't I don't think any of the ones that have popped up are going to have a lot of, um, no. you know, uh, momentum. <laughs> We've seen some things pop up, but nothing's really appealing to me or grabbing me that I've heard about. People's like, oh, you got to go on here. People are on there maybe, but it's not really taking off. So yeah. it's an opportunity for someone to start some type of fantastic alternative social platform. Maybe I you, agree. Kelly. <laughs> oh, man. Allie, 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 I'm starting two new companies this year, maybe in 2022. But no, I do agree with you. I, I think none of them have really taken legs yet to the extent that they're going to splinter um, the monopolies right now. But I do, I do agree with you. I absolutely think that's what's going to happen. And I agree with the human gathering. I agree with the human centric. I've been on that theme for, for years now. And, and it's amazing to me because the people that are getting that, they are being rewarded for it. It's really interesting. And there's still a lot of people that are having success with the old model that are still really focused on like the automation and the digital stuff and, you know, all of that stuff. But I think the percentage of people that are actually succeeding that way is going down and down and down and down because the consumer is just, they're over it. You know, I, I think another thing that I'm really paying attention to and that I see becoming much bigger for the future and where I'm going to be putting a lot of emphasis, I spent a lot of time on this this year, but I'm going to spend a lot of time on it next year as well is this whole idea, which is not new, and I, I didn't come up with it, but the customer for life mentality, brand loyalty, ambassadorship, where you know one client tells the next, tells the next. Again, coming back to this idea of human-centric, you know, I think that 
social media came in and it's been amazing. I love social media. I run ads all day, every day I'm on social media. My business is on social media. Great. All those things are great. Um, but the best thing that we did in 2020 was really our own ambassador program that our clients have uh, really helped us to find other people that they knew could thrive in our programs. And that's probably been one of our highest performing initiatives as a company ever. And I think I think we lost that. I think that was like an old school, like 1980s, 1990s business strategy. <laughs> that like it just wasn't flashy and sexy the way mm -hmm. that social media was. But I think it works just as well, if not better. And I think there's going to be a lot more of that. So getting back to the people part of the business. People part. Yeah. 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 So basically we're going back. We're going to, we're going to business like it's 1989. <laughs> I, I'm going to so 1980s this year, Ali. I'm going to be all 1980s. I, I just, we're I going to talk to people. We're going to leave the house and put on real pants. Yeah. We're going to have meetings when we can, yes. you know, yes. it's kind of getting back to the basics and it's so not sexy. Is it? We have to come up with different words for it. I know we'll have to, we'll, we'll coin some new phrases that make, make it sound fun and exciting. But yeah, I was talking to Billy about it the other night and I said, it's so interesting. We booked our first in-person meetup for legacy leaders, you know, for our program in February. And I was, I was nervous about it. And I was like, you know, we're at the point where like right now from a mental health standpoint, like I need to be traveling. I am traveling. We're taking vacations. That's that's priority um, for myself and my family. And I was like, I wonder if other people like are feeling the same way. Like, I wonder if people are going to come, whatever. And we filled the room block in a week. Like, awesome. so I feel, I feel like there is definitely like an awakening brewing of this idea of like, yes, humans do need to connect. We do need to spend time together. We do need to, you know, feel this sense of, you know, you know, connectivity. And, and it's yeah. a lot of people I feel, I feel really bad. There's a lot of people that, you know, it's, it's almost a year now, you know? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I want to give one high note for the year though. That's really incredible. There is so much opportunity now and all these things we're frustrated with are also business opportunities. Yes. So so oh. just a personal one for me is, for example, education right yeah. now. I think you're going to see yeah. a lot of changes in education. Parents going, you know what? This is nuts. You guys can't figure this out. No no offense to the teachers are doing what they can. Yeah. They've been doing a great job, but, but you know, they're being given orders and things are changing every five minutes. That's why we pulled ours out. Yeah. And uh, there's there's an opportunity. For example, I'm sitting here going, like, I wonder if there is an like entrepreneurial type school or somewhere that my kids can go to. Maybe we should start. That's one of those ideas in the back. Like, if I had time, I and, know you know, it. I would go do this. So just all those ideas that you have right now from places where you're frustrated, it's going to be an incredible renaissance coming. Oh, I agree. Of of all this magical creation within, like the you know destruction and disruption and. But all this stuff, a lot of the stuff is are things that we kind of tolerated anyway that needed to be changed. I mean, yes. And this is the year of everything coming up. That's why it's felt so intense. Everything that wasn't quite there is coming up to be fixed, yeah. dealt with, blown up, changed, whatever. And so within that, though, yeah, within that, though, step back. Again, the critical thinking, observe, observe. Where can you contribute and make that a huge business opportunity? That's so true. I, I I have said many, many times this year, I feel like people are finally at the place where they're dealing with so much that they're not willing to tolerate things the way they were anymore. And it's creating 
massive opportunity because people yeah. are open to alternative solutions to all sorts of things that they just yeah. aren't going to tolerate anymore. Whereas before they were kind of being pushed to the back burner and maybe weren't a priority. I mean, we did the same thing. We pulled Madison out and now I'm like, I don't want to send her back to a traditional school and be stuck in the same place all year long. I don't necessarily want her to just be like on Zoom all day. Like we're like mm -hmm. looking for those like alternative, you know, so I agree. And I think there's so many things just like that, that are massive opportunities for people. Yeah, I think you're going to see some big shifts in the not next year is a little soon. You'll see it start, but the next probably five years and people creating entire new ways of working. Yeah of being, of living, Agreed. and maybe gathering more in communities, like yes. kind of restarting. I mean, it's, it's when I think of it that way, it's actually quite exciting. And I don't want to crawl yeah. out of the bed. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's actually that really, um, it's a very exciting time. And I think that's where we all yeah. need to stay tuned into and, and see the opportunities. I totally agree. I couldn't agree more. Um, so, you know, Allie knows I, I won't travel for, for business meetings unless it's something I really feel is going to add value. It's usually time away from the family or, you know, a, a, alternate route for vacation, but the premier meetings and the trust meetings that you hold, Ali, are, are always so valuable. And I would love to spend just a couple minutes sharing about the trust because mm -hmm. it is a one of a kind organization. It has no peers. Uh, it is it is really pioneering a new way for gathering, for meeting, for strategizing, for big thinking. And you cultivate people in a way that I haven't really seen anyone else do before. And so, you know, I'm going to be down there in March. It's at the beautiful Ritz-Carlton, Miami Beach. Um, yep. We're going to be having the meeting. So um, let's just tell everybody like a little bit about the trust and what we're what we're up to with the trust and what you're doing with the trust. And, and then you can tell them where they can find out more. Yeah. So the trust is the new premier network for seven and eight figure women entrepreneurs. You can learn more at jointhetrust.org. But it's about three things, really. It's about us connecting in person when we can and then virtually. But because as you ascend your success ladder pyramid, whatever you want to think of it as, right, you're, you're getting up there, your networks and the who is going to become a much more important yeah. factor in where you are than the what. You can always find, I know you say this too, Kelly, that you could always find yeah. someone to figure things out, but it's the who and it's those connections. I mean, already within the past few months, we have six-figure deals being done within the group. We have new companies being formed yeah. within members of the group. It's this connection that's just really quite magical. And I have to tell you, when we had the last meeting here in um, Scottsdale, it was so exciting, first of all, that over half of them still came. Um, because it, it, yeah. you, right? it was so important. Yeah. Um, we felt that the, that was so important and critical to us at that moment to connect. Yeah. But when you're in a room too like that and you can shut the doors and you know, there's no AV on one of the days I make sure there's at least no yeah. AV. So we really feel like we're there. The yeah. conversations that we were able to have and women there from different cultural backgrounds, different beliefs, yeah. different politics, were able yeah. to sit and have like amazing conversations with each other about yeah. their businesses, the life, the world. So it, it's that connection. Yeah. Um, we bring in special guest advisors who typically run companies, have built themselves and founded, not just running, sorry, founded and built yeah. companies doing $100 million or plus. This March is Kara Golden. I don't mean to give her a plug, but I love 
I'm going to have to I plug it all here the time, Ali. I'm typically yeah. <laughs> every time I'm live. I, I plug it all the time. We love Hint. In Arizona, you got to drink water all day or you will like shrivel up like a lizard. So uh, Kara Golden's coming to spend the morning with us and, you know, walk us through how she built her company. She's going to be sharing with us, you know, all some things that she may not be sharing elsewhere. We're doing Q&A. It's, it's a lot more than a keynote on stage. We really bring in these women to spend time with us. And then there's the online component. You know, we're connecting regularly. We have a proprietary app, which is where we connect. Um, there's so much going on for the new, the new year, but please just come check it out. If you're in that range, come yes. to jointhetrust.org. My team would be happy to talk with you. And I know uh, right after the new year too, I will probably be hosting personally another informational call, but we do need to have you apply to join us for that. Even for the call, it's a private conversation where I'm on there with you and we'll see if it's a good fit, but wow. there's nothing like it. It's designed as well to be a nice compliment to other coaching you're doing or even networks yeah. you're part of. Yeah. We really just want this to become a part of your life. And this is my legacy play as well. Mm -hmm. Kelly, you know, I've been doing coaching yeah. so long. I've been running my different types of businesses so long. Yeah. And I've been told again and again, and thank you for mentioning this, the women I attract, people come up to me at the events. They're like, Ali, you're great. But like <laughs> the women in this room yeah, are, yeah. are so it's amazing. Still. I laugh. I'm like, yeah. I know I'm great, but it's also them. And um, it's the, it's that connection and also knowing who's not in the room. Yeah. And and that may, some people may not understand that, but when you're at a certain level, you know, you can go to those events and, and be with everyone, but there's some events where you need to be fed, where you need yeah. to be fulfilled, yeah. where yeah. you need to get what you need. And yeah. that's what the trust is designed to do. It's awesome. Awesome. So join the trust.org, right? Join the trust. Join his trust dot org. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. I mean, guys, definitely if you're at that level, I would say be there. Um, you'll meet people that you'll end up doing business with, that you'll share ideas with, you'll collaborate with. You'll feel like there's a separate community that you're a part of that you just understand each other and you're just you're operating at the same level and you're kind of going the same place. But it's different than that circle that you're already part of in your everyday. It's really, really cool. So, yeah. Ali, so glad to have you on the show today. Thanks for coming back to join us. This is great. Thanks. I can't wait to have you on Glambition Radio again, too. We'll make yeah, that happen. Definitely. Definitely. And guys, check out what Ali's doing with the trust. And I hope today's show was some great food for thought as you begin the new year. Remember to look for the silver lining and there is so much opportunity in disruption. So take advantage of it. Thanks everybody. We'll see you back here next time. Bye. If you're loving the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show and have gotten any value out of it for your business or your life, would you mind doing two things for me? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their business online. And I would so appreciate and have so much gratitude to you if you could take that action for me. And subscribing is what gets you notified each time a new show gets released so you never miss a thing. Our listener reviews have helped us to climb into the top 15 of all marketing podcasts and we'd love your help to keep on climbing. Here's to our next 600 episodes. Episodes together. We so appreciate you and look forward to thousands more.